Yeah. So that's interesting. You also do cards, right? So tell me, talk about that a little more. Um, I don't know. For me, cards, I, I, I said like I never put like label into like, oh, I have a gift of reading cards or I never made a big deal out of it. It was something, um, my mom knew and I learned it from her. And I think my grandma, she was so, she was very obsessed, uh, like passionately towards like, uh, card readings and fortune tellings so she always find out people who knew how to do those right. and she so because um like back in mongolia in my country when i was uh, growing up with my grandma mm -hmm. like through her i'm like i've seen people who can do like uh you know like card readings and fortune telling tap into the you know right. you know and do the they do a readings and stuff like that and uh i was exposed to that kind of like life since i was little so i've seen people doing it and and um oh it always fascinates me you know so i i thought i, I you know like special people does it you know so because in through my experience that's how i saw it and when i came to america like i uh, you know my mom was doing card reading i was like oh i've seen uh, uh this uh my grandma's you know um this uh, a spiritual uh, friend, uh, she does this card reading. It's like, oh, yeah, I taught her. It's like, oh, really? It's like, oh. She, no, it's like, she already had the tapping into reading, you know, energies. But um, also, she just taught the medium of, like, methods of card reading. And because you when you already had the ability to read people, and then now you have the method of a card, it right. just synchronizes together powerfully, you know. So it's like... You know, that's why, it's like, my um, grandma's friend, she was so powerful card reader because she already had the gift and she just found that, you know, card reading. And my mom, she learned it from uh, during her college in Russia from a gypsy lady. Mm. So she, uh, she learned the card reading and she now, like, she thought herself as, like, not really uh, like a gifted card reader, mm -hmm. but she learned it because she liked it to do her own card reading instead of asking people to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just like her, her wife doing, and then, because, and then she, more she does it, she, she got better at reading all her own card and people start to notice like, can you read my card and this and that? And she does it once in a while, but she usually refuses like, no, like, I'm not a card reader, <laughs> but like, I was always fascinated with her. So it's like, teach me, you know, she's like, okay. And I learned it. And then like the more, I, and I learned it like, you know, with her attitude too, like just for myself, you know, it's like, it was just something I entertained myself. Like, okay, since I can't get the information from this, I'll, I'll tap into the field, you know, mm -hmm. and then through the card, I'll get the information. So that's how I do the card reading. And then when I was doing that, my friends saw it. It's like, can you do my card? It's like, all right. I never done people's card reading. Why not? I'll do it. Like, out of curiosity. It's like, and then I did the card reading for them. And I don't remember what I said. Like, I just read what the card was saying. And I just said, okay. And then I think two years later, one of my friends, no, uh, like, later, like, I hang, I saw him and then he's like, oh, remember you did a card reading for me two years or this? Like, oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like, remember you said that? It's like, I remember. Right. <laughs> like, how am I going to remember two years ago, you know, card reading? Like, yeah. Right. He's like, you told me about that. You're going to, you said I was going to move in with a, a girl um, together. Like, move into a house with her like, or something like that. Um, a year later, I did, you know, that we moved in together. Now I, we live together. It's like, your card was correct. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. It's like, I didn't do it because it, it, whether it was real or not. I just read what, like, I was, you know, learned to read it. <coughs> I think. That's how I do it because if I emotionally get involved with my card, it gets, it gets you know how you said, um, little distorted. I would say, but I think the um that's why that is sometimes it's hard to do your own card reading, right? When people who do fortune telling, it's hard to do their own because they're emotionally involved with it. So it gets distortion start to go. It's like it becomes like blurry. Um, the way I start to understand my, the card reading I do is like, I don't do it to other people often, but I still want to understand what I'm doing because I don't want to just do it out of my habits. And I question about like, how does really card reading works? Like I was wondering like fortune telling is like, well, is it really true? Because I do have a practical mind. Like, I do have a logical mind. Like if it's, if my logical mind cannot also understand it, like in a way, if it doesn't make sense, I will be like 
still be questionable about. Like, I'm not going to like blindly believe something. Like, I have to be also tangible way of understanding. It. Oh, it makes sense, you know? So I kind of start to question about card reading. How does this really work? And then one day, actually, I got, like, downloaded weird like sometimes downloading happens sometimes I, I get information answers out of nowhere it's like it's almost like i read a book but i never read a book i'm not good at reading book i get tired easily after reading like two pages four pages i'll fall asleep i'm the <laughs> same I, way i'm totally the same way yeah go ahead yeah so and then i was asking this question a lot and then suddenly like there's this information came into me like it's tapping into the field i was like wait and then I remember this field energy, which which is also called an Akashic, you know, record, where it's in the field. Uh, in a in a yogi system, they call it Akash, and then it's also in Einstein calls it it's an uh, Einstein. It, he calls it it's the field. You know, like everything in the universe, we tap into the field. That that field defines us. You know, like that's what it is. And the reality of the physicality existence is like really small amount and the majority 99% is the field. It's like that empty, empty space. Everything exists within this empty space. And that's what it is. And yogi system in the, in, in India, they know about this in spiritual meditation. They, they known about this information about tapping into the akash, you know, this whole and everything in existence exists in the akash, which is the empty space. And also akashic record, right? That's uh, everything ever existed in the world, everything ever ever been thought and you know is still recorded in the akash, in the field, in the empty space. This uh, and when you uh, when you meditate and when you get a download, this inf sometimes people get inf inspiration, informations is that tapping into the field, like getting into because it's it's still all the informations, all the divine knowledge, it's always there. Like it's exists, it's like just like same as sun, you know, you know, like existing, like how we get you know receive sun energy, right? And it's it's always there. It's just depending on how how receptive we are, you know. It's not like some, you have to be special to uh, get access to the information. It's always available. It's like infinite information. It's, it's always available. It's just depending on the person, how receptive they are to that information. It's almost like, you know, Wi-Fi information. Wi-Fi is always spreading. It's always available. But it's just, are we tuning into that you know, radio station to tap into that energy? Like, uh, have, have we developed that antenna to receive that information kind of like and then when i understood it i was like oh that's what it is card reading is also like tapping into that field you know potential field energy so it's like if you want to read someone's card and read someone's energy you tap into this person's signature and frequency right tap into this person's energy and then through the card which is medium and use this tool to make like a tangible way of putting them together and read and what the field is saying about this person you know because everything is around it like that's what it is like tapping into the field energy and when i just because my mom told me also like when you do card reading it should come in effortlessly but if you're putting so much energy like putting trying to like put a lot of cognitive like you know if you're putting so much mental uh, thoughts into reading it then you, you're not really tapping into the field because you have to go beyond your mental state it's almost like kind of like uh how you say channeling because if you're going to channel the information from the field, you can interfere with your own thoughts, mm -hmm. your own like thinking patterns. That's why like, you know, if you people who overthink, it's hard to do it because I'm an overthinker. So sometimes it's hard for me to do it. I can do card reading when I'm most peaceful state, like, like no attachment. But if I'm emotionally triggered and emotionally like having a lot of overthoughts and that it's, you know, I can still tap into it, but I won't be clear about what I'm reading. It'll be like, I'll be favoring it. Like, oh, I like this information. I don't like this information, you know, like kind of like resisting it. So I'm not like really flowing with the flow. Holly, do you feel, do you feel better after you had this conversation with me? yeah so much better i know you do because I, I i i i um i sense the light in you now like i'm I'm glad uh you got out of there um, right. <laughs> thank you you're welcome you're welcome 
<clears throat> sometimes we just need like when we're like low mm-hmm. sometimes we just need somebody that's like uh usually on a, a higher vibration you know um, yeah and then you just get picked right back up where you left off yeah. so you know so yeah yeah that's good well i enjoyed uh chatting with you I learned Me a lot. Too. I learned so Absolutely. much. I um especially with the uh with the shadow work and just welcoming it. I think that's very helpful. Uh it's going to be very helpful to uh people that listen to this who are going through it. So ne- next next time we speak maybe we can um speak about the kundalini awakening. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I don't know like I don't know if I can talk about that because I haven't personally experienced it. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I'll, I would I'll... love to experience Kundalini awakening. Definitely. I would love that. Yes. Nice. Nice. I'll tell you all about it next time. <laughs> yeah, <good. Yeah. laughs> That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, here, let me just stop recording here. Energy. This is limited beliefs. This is the person who has a belief or perception of disconnected. I am disconnected from this. I'm disconnected from the universe. I'm disconnected from the source or something like that. So I have to do everything to preserve myself. So I have to do whatever is necessary. So it means to kill someone or it means to do a dark magic. It means to do take or you know, double cross someone. I'll do it to preserve myself to preserve all my family or preserve my uh, legacy or something like that. This is the disconnected um, conscious level. Right. Yeah. So if it's a person, not the person, but it's a conscious level. Right. It's a conscious, it's a conscious level. It's because the person can elevate into the con- um, connected level, even if the person is so bad in that, but if they perceive increase their consciousness level to the point that they are connected to everything, they were never disconnected then this person will completely change. It's nothing to do with like the person has like identity that you go beyond this perception, this identity you created based on this connection, right? This identity will dissolve itself because you will create different identity or you will create different life, different person. So mm-hmm. it's a, because person can change. It's just most people don't change is because they stay within the comfort zone of their belief. This is my world. This is how it is. This is the reality. It is. They don't question beyond that. They don't transform beyond that. It's just like, this is it, you know? But life is not like that. Life is always evolving. Consciousness is always evolving. It's always progressing it. <clears throat> reason we stop is because we, usually it's the, because of discomfort it's like i'm done you know like i've reached my limits you know and once you like people think i learned everything i know it they stop learning so going back to hollywood story i like that story um so she was she was a holy person and hollywood was basically no she wasn't a holy person she understood the holy place right and yeah she just connected to that place and she named it holly yeah wood right so that's why because she understood she felt the, the holiness in that energy like she really felt she fell in love with that land she fell in love with him so much that she named it hollywood and his her husband you know you know it was a gift her husband that gave that land for her as a gift right because uh, uh, she loved it so much a lot of a lot of people think hollywood is cursed uh, um, I'll tell you why. There's like, um, there's this. Pl- it's I don't know. Is it the Griffith Park Observatory? Yeah, I think that's what it is. You you know about that or no? What? The Griffith Park, the observatory, basically. So, I don't know what that is. So that place is like it's it's an observatory. Um, so from what if I might be wrong, I'm not sure. I read this a long time ago, but I think. It was owned by a family, and it was taken from them, and then they poisoned the uh, the owner of the land, and there was just so much going. There was like a lot of chaos that went on in there on that land. It's a huge, huge, huge plot of land, and then slowly, like it just it was cursed. Like whoever took it over, like something happened to him. 
whoever took it over like something always happened to him so that's what i that's what i remember reading about uh as far as that that part but in general they say that um native americans mm -hmm. they've they've put like this curse on california have you heard about that or no no yeah that's that's what um, I... it's oh the curse convert um subject oh i have a i have my perception in it too <laughs> oh. I, I used to fascinate mm -hmm. about curse right because right. my country takes curse really highly because you can curse generationally you can curse someone you can you know like do stuff you can make dark magic to curse someone you know it's pretty you know my in 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 Russia they do that like they have that in Mongolia we have that so I was fascinated about it. I remember someone trying to curse someone like using some dark magic like I was like oh wow and then but I never like truly involved in it but I was like fascinated about like, how does this work is this really true or not like my logical mind that wants to like tangibly understand this you know so and eventually I kind of got my download like the information I you know put together and got the gist of how it curse things works and so the way curse like curse energy right um the way i see it is like this life force energy goes in certain direction everything in the universe creation creator goes in certain direction when you tap into that kind of flow that's why they call go with the flow right go into the flow go into the momentum you know when you go in that life becomes effortless because there's less friction you go in with the flow life just carries you out you just fly off take off like on. you don't need to work so hard to succeed you don't need to do so much to be healthy you just you know once you're in alignment with that life force energy like the creation energy is just boom everything's just happens like blossoms blossoming you, you're in tune with the you know source energy so right. everything becomes limitless you're never gonna lose a how is it like gas you know like you are an unlimited gas <laughs> So that's what life force energy goes in a certain direction. A curse, right? When it comes to curses, is it what it does? The way I see it, is that it goes in opposite direction, opposite directions of the life force energy. That's what it is. That's why it gets you know, life goes, life blossoms, but in opposite direction is disrespecting life. That's literally what it is. You're going against the life force, but honestly, everything in universe goes in life force. So curse. Going opposite direction, it takes immense amount of my uh, energy, uh, immense amount of you know energetic debt you have to pay to do a curse. Right. Literally, that's how it is. So it's not like it's not easy to do curse someone in this net. It's, you will you can curse someone. You can put curse on someone in this net, but you have to pay the debt of energetically because right. you're going opposite direction. That means you have to put so much of our life force energy to do small amount of curse right. i don't know whatever the level but here's because eventually the curse gonna uh, disappear because life is always going certain direction because life it's going against it it's you know it's friction it's a lot of frictions going on it's gonna resist eventually life force energy will win over it because it's everything going in that direction you're trying to go opposite direction right but here's the thing though um not 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 because i'm like christian or anything like that but just by understanding uh being spiritual and understanding like the laws um of energy and stuff like that when people put curses on people they don't understand that that energy that they're putting out there is eventually going to come back around to them so i'm glad i'm happy that you never got into it and, and never like really did anything with it yeah so. i mean so everything is cyclical energy like kind of that like circles around and this net um but the thing is here is the um thing about curses that if you want to do it you have to willing to face the consequence of it because it does comes with it because you're going opposite direction of life force energy means you have to pay the debt because right. if you blessing someone right blessing right. is the going with the flow like when you right. give blessing to someone you're using the you're not using much of your own energy to bless someone when no. you want to mm -hmm. if you you can use the field energy because it's unlimited you tap into the unlimited life force energy mm -hmm. using that to bless someone and mm -hmm. create something it's 
effortless. You don't have to put so much energy into it. Like, you know, but you can also put your energy into it too. That makes it more intimate energy, intimate blessings. You know, if you put your own energy into someone to bless something, yes, it's an intimate connection going on. Mm-hmm. But if you use and feel the energy, life force energy around you to bless someone, you're using the creator's energy to bless someone. So it's, a, you know, using that channeling energy type of things. And this is going in and, you know, this just becomes blood. like, you know, when it, you know, it's, you tap into infinite energy, but curse energy, it's time ticking bomb because it, it will like, has it's time ticking because you're going opposite. It will eventually disappear. But when it, you know, but to maintain the curse energy, yes, you can do it. And then it's, you know, you have to pay the debt. So until the curse energy disappears, so you kind of now, involve how you say you're kind of creating a contract with that curse energy right all right you want to do this curse go ahead you can do it but you have you're gonna have to keep that uh, curse to maintain you have to put contract with it otherwise this curse is just going to disappear mm-hmm. like you can curse someone and then if you don't put your energy contract in it it'll just disappear with the life force energy it won't happen that's why it's not you don't need to be scared of curse energy that much because in order to actually someone to manifest curse energy they have to put their life force energy contract with it mm-hmm. and then pay the debt for it for it to work that means misery they have to be miserable enough to make that misery happen too Mm-hmm. So it's literally you creating your own karmic entanglement to do that. So it's literally, it's not a win-win situation. It's a lose-lose situation. Right. You want someone to lose, you have to lose together with that person too. So if Native Americans put a curse on it, they have to lose with it together too. I think so they lost. They, they so did not, lose, yeah. So it's a karmic you know, contract. That creating, mm-hmm. but you, it's not a win. Blessing is a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Um, curse is a lose-lose situation. So it's not about like, uh, yeah, you can explain it like it will come back to you, but it's literally you have to lose together with that curse to in order for that curse to occur. So if when <coughs> a person understands, like you know, conscious level understanding, no one's want to do a cursing. So like, why would I? you know curse myself along with cursing someone because you in order to do cursing you have to curse yourself along with cursing someone because you have to be with the contract together for it to work otherwise if you just curse someone and then you don't do the you know the contract with it it's not gonna reach that person or it's not gonna work it's just gonna disappear that's why like yeah it's just in air words so you don't like so you don't have to be worried about someone cursing you or someone's gonna put hex on you like you don't have to worry about it you don't have to be scared of that as long as you're in alignment with yourself like mm-hmm. with the life force energy with the co-creator like creation energy you won't be vibrationally matched to someone trying to put a curse on you like it's mm-hmm. just gonna pa- bypass you mm-hmm. like that's why like and uh, why when i understood this i was i never got scared of like you know, someone gonna put curse on me so i'm i'm you know someone putting hex on me like no only if I vibrationally, if I match to that level, is that when I go out of an alignment, you know, and play that game of curse, if I participate that play gaming cursing game, then I will I will tap into that dimensions of cursing type of life, you know, things going on, generations and that's that. So. <clears throat> um, this is also one thing. Also, another thing is generational curse, right? Mm. Is that this happens generational curse usually happens when you interfere when you use a curse on infringe on someone's free will this means you know trying to control someone or trying to make someone fall in love with you or like you infringing free so the free spirit soul to manipulate that person's energy to magnify into something else to fit into your reality this person had to behave this way this person has to be this way this person person had to die this way so you you shaping that energy to the point to shape into your reality so you have to pay the debt but this takes a toll so and i learned this actually again when i was reading this this type of curse actually affects generational so you in order for this curse to happen you have to pay three generational curse Mm -hmm. so if this person uses this energy then your kids 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 have to pay the debt So this is what karma, the generational karma is what it is. And I think a lot of people getting out of generational karma. So I think during Egyptian times, I think um, um, 
Atlantis times or something. Not the Atlantis. I think it's Egyptian times where a lot of um, dark magic happens. Like you know, using a lot of the you know, even in Africa they had so much um, how is that magic power. They they could do so much magic power, but they misused it to infringe on someone's free will, controlling someone, making someone fall in love, or making someone die, or making someone you know like do stuff and or like infringing on someone's um, free will to do you know create a bad black magic and this toll took a toll on the african country like a lot of uh, tribes knew about this and used it misused it and then they generationally paid so if you notice that right there's some of the civilization that have been so highly uh, uh civilized and then suddenly the civilization falls down over next two thousand years or next 500 years their civilization mm-hmm. just falls down to the third country it's because of that misuse of power like that Yeah, I I know about individuals. I, yeah, but I yeah. know about that. Yeah, I've. Um... Yeah, you can you can end your generational curse with like if it's three year a three generation or four generation curse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if the one of the generation person borns and you know makes the spiritual journey seeking and understands how these things works and actually goes opposite for life force energy and then completely ends that karma cycle. The debt is paid. Like you know, you can you don't have to go through that um, chain reaction of four generations. You can the one of the generations can end it if the person does spiritual seeking and understand, and you know, put them back in in alignment with the life force energy. Then mm-hmm. that will be like it'll. The, this is what this karma cycles is ending. That generation and ending karma cycle is that this person not don't does not. You know, uh, I choose not to participate in this karma cycle of curse that's been going on, passing down from generation to generation. I will end it here with me, and then I will create something new that in alignment with the life force energy, new belief system, new lifestyle, new uh, family, like you know, completely different. Then it ends it right there. It does not. It, his uh, kids does not have to pay that uh, grandma, grandparent, ancestors debt to you know pay that debt. Right. This is what it means. Going in the life force energy, going into consciousness level, elevating, fully realizing is ending that karmic cycle. Everybody's going through karmic cycles of generations, you know, belief system passing down uh, uh, from grandparents to father, you know, that great great grandparents passing down. I mean, this does not mean you have to dismiss your generations, you know, the ancestors' um, knowledge. You can still take what resonates that's in alignment with the life force energy and then what does not no longer serves that's that's kind of old and rotten, a belief system, you can put them in the earth and respect it with the respect, you know, like you don't have to like, I don't like this book, you know, you still have to respect it because it's been go through generations. They've been following me. There's, there's been some memories and life has happened through that belief system. So you can still respectfully, like I choose not to participate with this belief system and I leave it as to mother earth ended here. I don't have to carry it into my lifestyle. I will carry I like this belief system that my ancestors carried it. I like that because it makes sense to my, my future, you know, new generation, new life that I want to create, it helps me, you know, so I don't have to start everything all over again. I can take what's good that resonates with the new um, cycle and then new creation, co-creating with the universe and life first. And the rest that does not resonate with that, that feels opposite to that. I can leave it as it is with it ended here and then, you know, move forward. So this is, you know, this is how I see it. Like you don't have to cut your ancestors. You can still take, there's a wisdom, there's a, there's a gems in there. You can take those in it, but that those that's kind of rotten, you can put it back into the earth and then leave it there and then dissolve and the earth and mother nature will let itself just, you know, cycle it, purify it. Mm-hmm. But don't ever give the ingredients to anybody. Because you said you know, because you, you said you know how to make it, but just as just like in I don't general. know how to make it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, because that could have karma on you too. You might not even do it, but just give like the like tell somebody or show somebody how to do something, and that you attract that karma towards yourself as well. So by knowing already how the way I am, it's like right. I don't think that that's not you. Yeah, <laughs> that's not you anyway either. Yeah. 
Why you're, would I do that? Yeah, like, you're a good I'm, soul. I understand how it works. It does yeah. not make sense to me. Right, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because it's so I adore people. Yeah, I adore them. Right. Do you do you like do you like like snow or do you like desert? Interesting question. You can hmm. you can think about it. You don't have to really answer right now. I mean, I usually see desert a lot, but snow. Like I usually feel like you know visions of deserts and north or things like that. Snow actually not much. You know what's interesting? I was I was huh? speaking to someone yesterday about the snow and the desert and like okay, and she said we were talking she's like hey you know what um in the desert which i've lived in the desert before as well there's there's a lot of like like almost like a lot of crime because because you know that that heat it gets to you you know you mm -hmm. you come out of alignment and stuff if you're not balanced if you're not if you don't know what's going on um and now that she's living in like a cold place where it's snowing she's like i love it here because it's cold nobody wants to go out and do anything bad everybody wants to stay indoors you know what i mean like there's less crime where it's <laughs> where it's snowing so <coughs> excuse me so i was thinking about that i'm like yeah man that's interesting because yeah that, that makes sense to me though you know, where it's, where it's cold, there's less crime. Where it's hot, there's more crime. Does that make mm. sense to you or no? Interesting. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because think about it. Like when it's cold, it's snowing. You don't want to go outside. You don't want to do anything. You want to stay indoors. You want to be under the blanket. You want to be warm, right? When it's, mm -hmm. when it's hot, you want to go out. You want to do this. You want to do that. You know, you're just into it. Yeah, so I never thought about that. And when she told me that yesterday, I was like, yeah, that is that is interesting. That makes sense. Because, like, desert places, like, if you go to, like, like Arizona, Vegas, or let's say Palm Springs, right? Mm -hmm. The crime rate is so high over there. There's always something going on. Like, there's always something going on. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Like, there's always something. Because it's hot. It's desert. And people are not like you know it affects you so yeah interesting yeah. facts it's a good observation yeah yeah do you um do you meditate often or no um i try to but like my way of meditation just comes and goes but I do do like um, certain yoga in the morning. Okay, yeah, they say yoga is really good. It's it's good for you. Like it it keeps you like uh, keeps you healthy, it keeps you balanced, and it keeps you young. Is that true? Yoga is something I actually like. Well, I'm studying into. Like I want to understand because there's it's a technology. What I learned is that it's a technology for the body. Like it's a literally understanding your inner engineer of your own body energy because reason i want um is because i personally i i fall asleep so a lot like i in order to re in energize myself like i if i get tired like if i lose energy i have to take a nap i have to sleep a lot to get regain my energy and this is taking toll on doing you know projects and doing my you know work because i would work and like about like you know four or six hours and then i would get home i get tired and i would sleep a lot and to just to get you know more energy for the next day and i don't like it you know and especially like if i read book and i'll be like falling asleep very fast it's just my body just is getting in hibernation mode a lot it's been doing that for like last two or three years do you, do you think you're healing that's why because it could be healing but also at the same yeah. time it's it's um it's just not you know it's becoming unhealthy pattern because you know this is not working for me and 
want to rest, sleep, but I want to have the full rest, but within that given amount of time of sleep, and then I don't need to take more sleep to re, you know rejuvenate. But I, I think reason also one of the reasons I'm sleeping a lot is because some of the sleep, I'm not really resting. I'm just sleeping, but I'm not really resting. If I really, really rest, I don't need that much sleep. Right. And that's one thing I learned from yoga. I was learning, I started by taking yoga class was that um, yoga teaching class. Um, there is a there's ways of resting because most of the people just sleep, but they're not really resting. This is one of the reasons they wake up, uh, you know, drowsy and wake up cranky and this and that because you didn't really rest. So <clears throat> if you learn how to do yoga in correct way and then you actually rest during your sleep, you don't need that much sleep. Like you can fully, fully charged within four hours of sleep mm-hmm. if you rest correctly within that. And you and you can be 20 hours full of energy and a four hour sleep and 20 hours full of energy. And you don't have to even take a nap during that time. You know, like when you wake, 20 hours of consistent energy, stable energy, and then four hours rest. That's what I want. And then um, I took another yoga instruction class from a um, spiritual teacher. Not, I haven't like completely taken from him, but I like, took some of the, you know, online class and that. But um, I was taking his lessons and I understood the one thing. It makes sense because my previous yoga instructor I was taking, it was 14 days, um, uh, 14 days yoga teaching class. And I was like, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. I was like doing four, four, four weeks, you know, no, mm-hmm. four weeks, two, two weeks. And it was getting tall on me. I did, I finished the class and everything, but I was so exhausted. I was like, yeah, no, no, that I can't kind of like burned out, you know? So I was like, I, I can't do this type of like yoga. And, and there was so much information and I just, it didn't make sense. Like I need coherent, efficient, most effective, but most simple yoga that works rest of my life. Because I can't do this type of rest of my life. Like it's too complex, too much stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't have time to do that every day because I, yoga works if you do it every single day. It works out of devotion because body is very honest. If you engineer your body to the point that it you know like structure is such a way that it works, it will work. Yoga is a you know, in a uh, as um how is that? It's a mechanical engineer that works for the body. That if you do it correctly in a correct time, <coughs> every day practice. And it will do the job because, you know, it takes, that's why some, some yoga, it takes a lifetime to master it. But the now current way of like yoga system is right now is a Hollywood LA style is like lose weight or look, I have to do a headstand, have to be flexible with your body, have to do like, you know, this. No, that's not yoga. That's not the core of yoga. Core of yoga is the union between inner world and outer world, that your inner world in alignment with the outer world of cosmic alignment it is life energy your uh, your inner life energy internal world is in alignment our world of life energy so that you live through life effortlessly less friction in your life you don't at least it, there's many problems can happen in your life but at least your body will never be a problem if you do a certain yoga rest of your life in a correct way and there's a times you can do yoga in a correct way because if you do it in a wrong time and if, if you do it wrong way, you can actually do damage to the body long term. That's why as the, when I understood this, it's like the way people teaching, like especially heart fusion yoga is so damageful to internal organs. Mm-hmm. That's not how you're supposed to do it because you want to do yoga during cool time. You never want to do it in a hot heat moment during daytime, during noon. So the times you're supposed to do is yoga is from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's the ideal time to do yoga. And then another time you can do is from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. That's another time, time gap. This is the time of where um, earth geography and sun solar system is in alignment in a way that it's a cool the energy from the sun is not much active to heat up the body because when you do yoga it's gonna heat up your internal system so our world has our you know environment has to be in a cooling area so that it won't it won't create heat friction type of things so 
when I did that in a correct way, like now I'm doing it seven days in a row, I, I just do a very simple yoga and I just do it in a correct way because your breath is also very important. It's how you, uh, every movement, how you do the breath because your breath is connecting with outer and inner world together with your body movement. So when you do the breath work and your yoga movement in a correct way, in a correct time, it'll do the magic. And if you do this rest of your life and master it, you know, there are certain types of yoga that you can do to do certain type of achievement. Like, so you have to know what you want from, because you can't do all types of yoga. You just have to devote yourself to only certain yoga rest of your life and you're good. It does not need to be so many, so many movements, so many things. You just need certain things for you that, that maybe you wanting like let's say there's a um there's a yoga i actually want to learn is that um it's a full human body um blossoming i, I don't know the name for it is mahadashva i think that's what it's called um so this yoga it i think takes about like 20 minutes and it's very intense yoga but um but all you have to is like do it every morning in during that time. And this will help your body always healthy and young, vibrant. And when you do this, you don't, your body will never be a problem. You will be full fledged human being. And you can have maybe financial problems or relationship problems and this and this and that way. Life can throw a lot of things, right? But at least your body will never be a problem. Your body will always be full of full human potential that it needs to reach into it. You will never have a health problem, aging problem. You will age, but you will age with grace without. Yeah, so it's it's about this guy who was a who was a teacher in Beverly Hills, and he and he was using and abusing his students, and finally the. Uh, the fbi went after him and he fled but he was kind of protected with with some laws um and uh he he eventually had to like pay back because they sued him he he eventually had to pay back his his, uh his students like large large amounts of money and stuff he was like claiming bankruptcy but and then they were stopping it and it was just like a mess it was there was a mess going on and you know what it reminds me of? Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of spiritual people out there, like who come off as healers, who come off as like shamans, who come off as yoga instructors, or come off as like something of like some kind of like spiritual nature where they're like into helping people. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're there to take advantage of people, and. I see a lot of that happening nowadays as well, um, especially like in just like uh, certain forums, certain places when people are speaking. Um, like you have like mediums claiming that they're mediums, but they're really not mediums. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Which I, is... I, I, I know it. <laughs> I can I can usually detect the fake ones very easily. So I how do you det- never... how do you how do you how I do you never... Yeah. I never have to worry about that because I always find the real ones and like yes. I have found like the um, kind of suspicious ones but usually I follow my intuition and it always like leads me to the right people. So I never have to worry about the fake ones. Right. But no I'm just saying like imagine like people are getting scammed <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. I know it sucks. I I I can tell. But <clears throat> the, um I think you know, it sucks because it kind of discourages people that gives, you know, like, oh, spirituality just fake thing and this and that. Yeah. But I think if you really devoted to, if you actually devoted to seeking spirituality, you will find the right person. But most of the people who are seeking through spirituality is looking for instant remedy. And people who are looking for instant remedy are usually going to find the fake people. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because they want that 
instant magic, you know, instant like, oh my gosh, like that. Uh, oh, one word that will change me the rest of my life. One thing will that change me, just like transform me, you know, like this person's going to transform me. They're kind of looking for that, this unrealistic result or something like that. When people have that kind of intention, they will attract a fake people who will, you know, satisfy their need. So like, you know, instantaneous but it's an instantaneous you can convince someone right if you instantaneously satisfy someone so oh my god you must it must be true but how how long can you instantly satisfy someone for long term it'll fall apart because it does not have the grounding right there's no foundation but 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 (laughs) go ahead uh, so that's why like um i think um it's everybody's individual individual journey like i guess some people has to face some like you know even like you know fake teachers and fake you know spiritual people they have a lesson teaching people too like you know to find genuinity so sometimes it, i don't think like i know it can be social problems and financial problems and emotional problems it can be but when it comes to spirituality it's still spiritual in itself because it is teaching someone to see beyond it's like pushing someone to go beyond that like you know sometimes you have to face the fake in order to find the genuine and it's like it it has its own play in it but like if the deep down in the person who's seeking the truth they want they really want that seek that in something seeking something in their heart something in their soul seeking something beyond they will find the genuine guru they will find it no matter what it don't matter they can along the way they might find fake ones but they will still find mm-hmm. they will still filter out that's the fake one because deep down they they're looking for something seeking something real that that's what is false will fall apart and they will still go for the genuine and genuine will find it because you when you <coughs> when you wanting something genuine and real you will vibrationally match to something that's genuine and real so there's nothing to worry about that when your intention is that level of genuinity in it. But if your intention is just instant gratification or just, you know, trying to find one solution or trying to fix someone through that, you know, it's like, you know, what's your intention? Like you have to clarify your intention. What, you, what Why are you seeking certain things? Why you want that? So when you clarify your intention clarity, you will find the right people and attract the right people into your life if you're attracting wrong people wrong gurus and that you have the per individual person has to reflect upon themselves also why are they attracting that people because something within them they want something kind of unrealistic result or something kind of fake or they're not really really have them tapped into their genuine seeking why they want what they're not aligned they're not aligned and they're confused They don't need a psychic. They need like a, a spiritual coach. You need Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, nothing's wrong with what they're seeking. At least yeah, they're doing something. You know? I'm not going to diminish on that. Yeah. But if you're attracting a fake people, wrong people, mm-hmm. that means something within you has not uh, been purified yet. There's not, like, there's some kind of, you know, blurriness going on within you. Because if you clear with your intention, you will find the right person who will exactly hit you that point. But if not, if people not hitting you that point, that means you haven't hit your own point. That's so true. I never thought about that. You know, what's funny is I was talking to one, uh, someone who was, uh, who was like this really big, um, I guess, uh, like reader or, or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. She's, she was intuitive and, uh, and mm-hmm. I I started picking up on stuff, and I've started like just like giving her some messages and stuff, and she's like, "Who are you? <laughs> Why are you giving her?" Messages? I just I just just I just you know I just picked up on some energy, and I was just like relaying it to her. She's like, "Who are you? What, <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> it was funny because everybody has a gift everybody has that gift to tap in and pick up on energy and and, and uh and just feel feel people's vibes and just like you know but the way she said it was it just was pretty funny though yeah yeah so i usually try not, yeah for me i try not to tap into uh, even if i tap into someone else's energy I try not to say it out loud because uh-huh. it's not for me to say it unless I was given permission to say it, you know. 
Otherwise, I would not initiate to say to that person because it's not my business because this person <coughs> told me to say anything about that person. And I could be wrong too. Like I'm not always no, 100% you're, you're not wrong. Right. You're right. You're yeah, 100% right. I could be right. projecting my own things onto yeah. that thing. Maybe there's, I, I might be picking up the certain percentage of the person's energy, right? right. It's not like completely unprojected 100%, but there's definitely ingredient playing going on. I can, I'm tapping to someone mm -hmm. else's energy, but I'm also projecting my energy into it. So it could be like distortion going on too. So it's not right. really quite 100% clear. So I, you know, I usually use that for myself to transform. It's like, why am I feeling this? If someone triggers me or if, if I get information about someone, it's like, oh, why is this interesting? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, do I need this? Like, you know, I would usually use it for my own transformation, use that information for myself. But if it's, if this information I, I um, received about this person and somehow sometimes it plays, like the person asks me, like, what do you think? Like, you, you know, kind of like, Oh, I already had some information. I received it, and then this person kind of asked. So it's like, okay, maybe I'm meant to give this information to this person because it's kind of like this play of game, like not play of energy. That's like, oh, I'm meant to give it to the person because the opportunity to say it. Like this person asked me to say it to him. Then I would say it. Like, okay, I actually earlier I was like picking up this and this and that. Like, I was like, oh, so oh, but I needed that information. You know, like there's sometimes right time of giving, right time, right moment, and uh, right information happens if you like you know listen to the uh, surroundings because it's not if you just come from your own head oh i'm supposed to say this this it's not gonna work because you have to read into the energy of surroundings the play you have to play the whole field like okay you receive information yes but in you also in environment you're gonna play that information right but how you're gonna play this guy depending on how, you know right timing is the person ready to receive the information if the person is wanting that information to receive it then yes you can rely on that reason but if the person does was not asking for the information was not ready for it, it you don't need to give that information at all it's just for you to maybe like learn something within yourself or maybe it's for you to validate or anything something right it's always like you have to read the energy of the room like how it works i always play it like that because if it's feeling a little off for me to say this i was like no no no, no it's not it's not time to do because i've i've done that so many times and i've learned my lessons like oh there's a time right time to give information wrong time to give information if you do it wrong time it'll be poison uh wow i didn't think about it that way yeah and there's there's stuff that you pick up on you're not supposed to say it anyway because then yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not meant to like not every information you say it out right like you, there's a intelligence within you that have a discernment that mm. what's right in the right moment what's wrong and not right not ready like it's almost like if you try to eat apple that's raw it's not gonna be delicious but if you wait mm. for it to ready and eat it it'll be delicious just like that mm -hmm. relying giving on information to someone who's ready to receive it it'll be delicious but if it's not it'll be just raw and it'll be thrown away it'll be wasteful for you and for that person it's just wasteful <laughs> Have do you have like any dark family members that that you picked up on like their energy and stuff like when you go around them like or people have you been around people or worked with around people like that? Um, I've I've felt into people's uh, darkness, intensity. I used to I used to be scared of that. Like I run away. It's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> I always say like, like, oh no 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 thank you. Like no, I already have my own shadows to work. Like the I have my own sleep hells things going on. I don't have time to carry on someone else's shadows and that. Yeah. I have a cousin who is passing into a dark side a lot. And yeah, I think um, I you know. I, I I try I I thought that I tried to like help him in this and that, but I realized I was like I was I wasn't feeling in alignment to do that. It's like no no, it's not my responsibility to help this you know help my cousin to yeah. know, to do because he needs but to because he needs to help himself it's first. Supposed to be, like for me, if I'm gonna do that, it has to be played like almost like uh, um, dancing a tango, like right. It's almost feel. It, I, it's supposed to feel for me. I want to feel that way when I'm doing uh, like helping someone or like <clears throat> you know doing energy work or anything. You know, like relaying on information. Like it, I want to feel like it's energy field of like playing and like dancing a tango together. 
Like I want that. But if it's not, then it's like it's like bumping into each other like awkwardly, or it's just like it's there's force, there's so much energy. I have done that so many times, and I always come out with like, what the hell just happened? Like it, afterwards, I wrote, I, I feel maybe like a little bit ego satisfaction, but energy satisfaction. I will I will feel and drained. I will right. feel drained. I then and next time I want like that person want to see me again. I'll, I will, I won't have desire to see it again. So no, I I need to, I need to take time from you. Like I need to have this. But if I did it right way, the next time person wants like yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again because it, it wasn't draining. It was playing like a. It was dancing like a tango together with energetically. Right. It would be improving. I would be improving my skills even more. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll be having more inspirations. I'll be having more epiphany, enlightenment moments, you know. But I wasn't. So I was doing it wrong. I learned my lesson so many times with my friends and this and that. So from, and that last time I had, um, I had a huge fight with my friend and this, uh, when I was trying, like, you know, and I was doing, and then I got home, it's like, I'm, I'm done, I'm done with this, like, I'm done trying to, like, put the information, help to someone, or trying try to, like, explain things, and that, I'm just tired, like, to, to be honest, I reached the point of tired, it's like, it wasn't like I was, like, you know, hurt, or anything. there was hurt in there, but it's just that I felt the amount of energy draining I was putting myself into, I just felt like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do it this way. When I do things, I want to do it from bottom of my heart, bottom of my soul, that I feel so inspired. I be, and, uh, and I'm not just saying it. I'm not just really, you know, giving the information. I'm also a living example too. Like I'm applying this into my life and it works for me. So I will share it. Like I don't want to teach, you know, like personally, I don't like teaching. Like, I don't want to do it that way. I want to share because it worked for me from my personal experience. This is how this, 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 this. And then, you know, I will share it. Whether you take it, the information or not, it's up to the person. But, you know, the reason, there's a reason for me to be in this room and saying about this. It isn't reason for me to be in that room, like in my friend's, you know, you know, life and, and, you know, interacting in that moment. I'll take that advantage and play the tango game, you know, not game, tango dance. If, if we play, if we dance together, yes, let's go. But if it's not a dance, if it's a fight, no, <laughs> I don't need that. You know, if it's the energy feels like a fighting, it's like I'm trying to convince someone, like, no. There is no need to convince someone. It just needs to be like a play of like this dancing energy. That's how I put it. Like it feels like dancing. It's like, ooh, ooh. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, there's this like saying, right? Well, how does that go? Mm -hmm. just, Don't mess with my cha-cha or you're messing up my cha-cha, right? So <laughs> to I totally get it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. no, that's um, 100% sometimes you get tired of telling people like don't do this don't do that you know and at the yeah. same time like you feel like your energy is being like taken away from you and think about saying... it if you're tired they're tired too also they're tired of listening to you yeah they're <laughs> if tired, you're yeah. tired of telling they're also tired of listening yeah. so it's a lose-lose situation it is so you just have to learn to walk away and let them do their thing and let them uh learn their lesson because it's because it's their lesson it's not your lesson you know exactly it's there for them you yeah. have to respect that they're capable of understanding learning things in their own way like yeah. also we sometimes that them you know martyr uh, you know um um personality like you know trying to save someone it's also it's also damageful it's also selfish too because you interfere with someone's progress mm -hmm. trying to help someone no because you only help when they ask your help but it, you don't go there and like intrude yourself you know to help all the help let me give you information instead i've done that so many times i learned my lessons like i'm learning my lesson too like i'm learning when to say when not to say like this is an art skill too it's just like a, i'm not right um like how i know how you present the information right in the right way in the right moment in the right person so it takes a skill and it's a very once you i want you learn this skill it's like no cha 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 dance like all the way twenty four seven. So <clears throat> when when it's not uh, like when you interfere with some you know someone who's going through a progress, it's it's hindering their spiritual progress too. So sometimes it's actually best to leave someone alone, like leave it alone. Right. When 
you know, until your calling is comes in, then you're just like, all right. When your calling comes in, you step in with your full time energy. It's like, yes. Right. But when it's not, it's like, Oh, you accept, you know, we accept, like, we have to accept that sometimes, you know, some, some people does not need to hear certain things. Yeah. Some, and they're not ready for it either. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's also teaching us lesson too. Like we also have to yeah. learn that. Like we have our own spiritual right. lesson to learn too. When is the right moment, the right time, right person. It's our, it's, it's a lesson for it i okay personally this is how i see it i want to get into a situation where it's win-win for both of us right not lose lose or not win or lose nothing like that i want win-win <laughs> like even with business right it should yeah. be win-win situation both contract signing happy fully happy with satisfied like right. that that's right. how it's like, you know, when, when a person can play like that, you know, play into the game or play into the, you know, social structure like that, win-win situation, always coming with win-win, right. life will be effortless. Yeah, but unfortunately, people don't like that. <laughs> you know, people want like, uh, there's a lot of these contracts, a lot of people are unhappy. I mean, you go on Instagram and who was that? Bobby Schmurder? You know who that is? No. There's this rapper who, uh, who just came out of jail is like this uh really rapper he's, he's pretty known and he's on instagram and he's just like shouting out like hey the 70 year old woman has me in um in a you know in a 80 year contract or i don't remember what it was um and i want out you know this and that i love her to death but i want out i want out and it just gets you thinking like there's these contracts people are there people are like getting into contracts I'm not saying they're sold in their soul, but I'm just saying like people are getting into contracts that they have like no way out. There's right. there's no way out of these contracts. Like it's 80 year 80 year contract, you know, that's that's cr that's yeah, insane, that's right? Or like these musicians, they have to like like these artists they have to do like what? What how many uh they have to do like five albums, six albums and then they're free to go and then you know it's it's crazy man like the the amount of stuff that people have to like sign and go through at the end of the day it's like i'm thinking like a lot of these people they're just like man just like being independent was probably better for them you know mm -hmm. but but then again yeah. um but then again they, they wouldn't have like this luxurious life i guess right they wouldn't be you know i don't know so but like yeah the, if it was win-win man it, that would be so nice a lot of people would be so happy like the earth's vibration would be so beautiful yeah yeah i think i'm you know time for us people to create that scenery right we take charge of it if i get into business i want to able to create win-win situation you which you will yeah which you will i'm pretty sure you will there's always a way like if you want something there's always a way to do it like you just have to like think outside the box or or receptive to uh, you know receptive to information coming in mm -hmm. that's lead you to that desire so right there's always that's that's one of the things I always help me go through with anything in life was that whenever I feel stuck and constricted and like you know I'm like trapped or whatever, I was like, there's always a way. Like I never dwell myself in in the problem all the time. Like I see the problem, but there's always a solution for us. Like what is the solution? Like what is then the ways to like how can I find a solution for this? Like I, my mind always works like this 24 7 like there's always a way like mm. and when things get complicated they okay i need to make it simplified like you mm. know when it gets complicated like i don't need complication like anything can make we can make things complicated but how can we make it simple and effective and efficient like that's my mind is like how can i make this simple but most effective and most efficient like that's how it should like even our energy yeah. system our water system our the garbage system everything this needs to be updated it's so out of date that it's damaging the cycle of earth 
like we are killing the soil we are killing so much things this lifestyle we're living in it's not long term it can last maybe up to 50 years but it's not long term for next generation to next generation right it's yeah. not working no 100 it's not it working. may be working maybe like you know people who wants to live for 20 years or something like that they yeah. it may work for them but it'll last maybe after that 50 years of life sustaining lifestyle is not it's not a long time Are people... i want i want to like find a way life like sustainable things that ten thousand years that it'll work you know that system that can work for ten thousand years so like question but the way the industry like the business system the contract and all this you know like um you know marketing you know the whole financial system education system health system um also you know um, food system water system uh, energy system everything they are not long term none of them they are they are ticking bomb it's ticking every time it goes by resources are become scarcity because we're not using to the fullest potential we are creating more waste and more creation and we are creating more destruction than more resolution you know so it's like it's not long term it's it, it'll last maybe up to 50 years uh, that's why, like, for me, giving birth, giving, having kids, out of question, unless I find solution for next generation, I don't want to give birth to a generation that's just, you know, we're killing the next generations of generations of people's lifestyle. Like, this lifestyle is not working, no. So, do you think people are living longer now or shorter? They're living longer, but they're not living vibrantly. They're just living longer. So, I, oh, I, you know, the uh, um, science, they're trying to find how to have find longevity for people. Yeah, but finding long, how to how do we live long and young and that. But that's cool. I, I, that's a good thing. But why not we live to the fullest in this moment? Like, why are we investing in the future when we should be investing in the now? The investment for the future is good. Like, yeah, good in mind, but you still have to invest in the in the now too. People are saving the money for the future, but when the future comes in, the body is not there. It's like, oh, I'm old now. Like, oh, all the youth and energy that I wanted to have, like all the money I have now is like, what's the point? Because my like, body is like, and then now people living with so much regrets, even they are living longer, but they're living with so much regrets because they never felt fully live to the fullest of their life they never fully live their life they mostly live there to save money or pay their bills and just like that it's it's you know my mom is like you know it's having you know paycheck to paycheck problems i'm witnessing it i'm participating in it and i see my friends are doing that i see my neighbors are doing that everybody is so stressed to have to make money just paycheck to paycheck and horror or even people who want to be famous how do i become famous and this and that but like everybody is focused on end goal but they're never actually investing in the process of getting there like how do we enjoy like 50 percent how is it like the way i say is like you should enjoy 50 percent in the process and 50 percent in your vision at the same time so like the when the result happens through whole journey to reaching that result you had the fullest of life too so even even if the result doesn't happen the way you want, you still had the joyful life. So when the death comes in, yeah, I had a heck of a long, good life. I enjoyed it. I'm ready to die now. You know, like yeah. you accept that with, with so much acceptance. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. all right. I had, the, I had this, I did this, I experienced this, I did all whatever I wanted to do. I had a wonderful experience. I, you know, that style doesn't sound so scary because you know what? people's life when they when death comes near to them they'll be like i'm ready because i lived a good life i did good you know like I, i'm satisfied i'm good <laughs> like that's how i see it like but most of the people 